right, and welcome to another episode of The Extra Point. I'm Wes, here with Bobby. Bobby, what's going on, buddy? What's up? Another week in the books, some more NFL action. We all had a surprisingly good week last week, I guess. I shouldn't say surprisingly. We've only had one losing week since things started, so I'd say the three of us have done very well. Right. Um, but, you know, we all did pretty damn good last week. Uh, I think you were the top dog at 11-5. Uh, so good work, Bobby. What were the rest of you guys? It must have been around ten wins, or, I would say yep. at least, right? Uh, I think Matt was ten and five, and I was nine and six. Okay. So very close week. Um, moving into this one, we'll see if if me and Matt can make up ground on you because you lead it right now. Uh, but before Not we a get football left, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Before we uh, get into it, you've got a big game this Friday night, don't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so our FPC Bulldogs last week we won a nail biter, fourteen to thirteen up in St. Augustine against a really tough St. Augustine team. Um, that's been really battle tested. We started off slow, but we pulled off the win and we got the matchup that we circled on the calendar from day one. Yep. Figured that we were going to be six and zero at the same time that they'd be six and zero. So we got the number two team in the state playing the number eight team coming to our house. So yeah, it's going to be a fun matchup. We're actually going to be there. Matt, we'll yep. be down here. Matt, what's going on, bud? Hey, what's going on down there, guys? Not much. Yeah, we'll be man. seeing you here in a couple of days. You'll be joining us for that game on the sideline. You excited? Oh, man, I cannot wait. Much-needed vacation and uh, a little football mixed in. Yeah, a little right. bit of Friday Night Lights, man, Florida yep. style. Yeah, man. We are excited. So thank you and yep. Coach Roland and everybody there for inviting us. We appreciate it, and we are excited to be there. Yeah, you guys should definitely uh, – hopefully um, we come out on the right end of the sticks there, but um, you guys should definitely enjoy it. There's going to be um, – a lot of D1 talent on that field and a lot of guys that we'll probably be talking about in the podcast about four or five years from now. So, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, yeah so hopefully we're doing some crazy some stuff, stuff here. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and go straight into last week. Uh, like I said, you ended up finishing the week with the top score. Let's go ahead and break some of those games down. We'll start out with a Thursday night game. It was the Los Angeles Rams uh, heading to Seattle to play the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks come away with a one-point victory, and this was probably one of my favorite games of the week right off the bat. There were tons of good games going on this oh, week, man. but this one has started off the week. It was amazing. It, yeah, it was definitely one of my maybe my top three games for sure. Um, and if you didn't catch it, it come, came down to a late field goal in the game. Matt, I know you were a little upset about that. Almost got your win on that one, but uh, Zerline couldn't come through with it. Yeah, no, man. I was, I was, uh, I was upset for sure. I thought I picked that team. You know, I did pick that team to win, and I thought they were going to pull it off there at the last second and. You know, we all saw what happened, but overall, um, like you said, one of the best games of the week by far, if not the year. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Agree. Both of these teams, in my opinion, are probably playoff bound. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be tough. I think three, there might be three teams from that division that are going to make the playoffs this year. That's very possible. The way that, that, you know, that division right now, everybody's been looking at San Fran to finally, you know, you know, get that L and take a step back, but. They just seem to be, you know, kind of rolling with Jimmy, Jimmy G right now, and that defense and everything going right for them. Yep, and the Rams and Seahawks. Yeah, hey, you got to give it up to Russell Wilson though, man. I mean, this guy is absolutely playing some. I mean, he's playing MVP football right now. You got to put him up there as one of the top three quarterbacks in the game, arguably behind uh, Brady and. Rogers, I don't know. Right, yeah, and, and, and you know, when when Breeze is healthy, I'd say, you know, healthy Bree, Breeze. Right. Yeah, but, I mean, he's definitely in that. I mean, you don't even – not even in the conversation. you got to put him he in that. He is in that discussion yeah, he every is time. That every time, yeah. Every time. And, you know, I, I talked about it last week when we were, we were talking about this pregame. Uh, 
get get uh, Disley involved early, which unfortunately they got they got a pass to him early, but that was about all he saw, and and get Chris Carson the ball, which they definitely did. Almost 30 carries, 118 yards, which is good average, 4.4 yards of rushing. Again, you already touched on it. Uh, Russell Wilson with 268 yards. This was just a good, hard-fought game. Um, I expected a little bit more out of the Rams' defense, but other than that, you know, I got about what I was looking for. You know, I thought Seattle would eke out a close victory, and they did. Uh, and so kudos to them. They moved to four and one. That Rams defense, by the way, has given up seventy-five point. Or hold on, fifty-five, um, eighty-five points in two games. Because fifty-five the week before to Tampa, and then, um, am I correct? Yeah, because yeah, Tampa be- beat them yeah. fifty-five mm-hmm. to forty, and mm-hmm. then they gave up thirty this week. So yeah, eighty-five points in two games. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. You never would have thought, you know, talking- with all those all those studs that they have on that, you know, those names and studs they have on that defense. Shocking. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then we go from one game that was really good. This again, was the like best said, game of the week for me, though, by this the way. Was, because okay, I yeah, sat this was and legit my, watched yeah, this whole watched, game. Yeah. Obviously, being a Jags fan, too, yep, a little bit. So. I, I watched this whole game as well. Um, Jacksonville at Carolina. I mean, this was a fantastic game. If you wanted to see two running backs go at it, and you got what you asked for. I mean, uh, Christian McCaffrey just Ridiculous. exploded. He, get, he exploded. He actually, believe it or not, did not win an FC player of the week. It was Aaron And Jones. I just saw a stat today, though, before you talk more about this, that he has more total yards by 150 yards mm-hmm. than the Jets have as a team combined. Yep, we shared that on the uh, on Twitter and uh, Facebook, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a, just a stunning number. I, I couldn't believe it. But 19 rushes, 176 yards, two touchdowns. DJ Moore came up big late in the game. Uh, basically a wide open pass, but Jacksonville was unable to stop this guy. I mean, and they, Ron Rivera and co even alluded to it in the post game. They ran the same play multiple times in a row because Jacksonville just could not stop it. Right. Uh, you had Gardner Minshew, very valiant efforts. So it's a career high, high in passing yards, fifth straight game over 200 yards. First QB in NFL history to do that. Um, two touchdowns, no picks, 374. Like I said, you had a, a great performance from Fournette again. He leads the AFC in rushing yards right now. He finished that game with 108 on 23 He's rushes. He's looking great right now. Gardner Minshew, 42 yards on seven rushes. I mean, yeah. that, that kid can take off. So, And that's with a brace on, too. And then uh, the one – The other, big story now for that program. For, it, yeah, for Jacksonville especially, uh, eight receptions, 164 yards, two touchdowns for DJ Chark. He has become – their number one receiver, in my Who opinion. Who would have thought him and Minshew have a serious connection going on right Absolutely. now? I think you and I were texting during the game. We and were. I'm like, I mean, they just seem so comfortable together, and this kid is turning into a superstar right in front of our eyes. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you, you take away a couple of the turnovers in this game without taking anything away from McCaffrey, and Jacksonville probably still walks away with the win in this one. You know, one unforgivable with Andrew Norwell running into Garner Minshew. Minshew had a bad uh, fumble late in the game, but. Uh, uh, Paral- uh, Carolina Panthers win. They go to three and two, undefeated with Kyle Allen at quarterback. So kudos to him um, and that team for continuing to push even without Cam in the lineup. And it seems like they're going to be settling, uh, setting up a quite a QB controversy. Matt, you got any yep. notes from this game? Yeah. So I, I watched. Uh, I tried to watch as much as I can where I was sitting at B Dubs. Shout out to Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, <laughs> they, I, I could. The game was behind me, so I kept having to turn around. Um, but what I saw, I mean, Leonard Fournette again, it's nice to see him come back and have another really great week after last week. Um, my big takeaway from this game was, uh, actually Garner Minshew and his fumbles. I think, I mean, I think he lost three fumbles that game. Right. Yeah. The one um, late in the game, which again was definitely unforgivable Two uh, kind of yeah. un- not created by himself. The one Andrew Norwell running into him. Um, and another one early on, I wasn't actually able to catch, but, uh, yeah, you you gotta you gotta cut down on the fumbles regardless. Ball security is important, especially in games like this where you're expected to put up, 
you know, a lot of a plethora of points. Absolutely. Uh, They'll forgive high passes, low passes, passes left, passes right. But ball security, like you said, is definitely something that. Yeah, no, and, and I think the I think the Jaguars are going to have a really tough decision. I think we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I think I asked uh, what what, are, what was your opinion on you know when Nick Foles comes back, do you ride Minshew out? Do you ride that out and and see where it takes you, or do you put Foles back in? Yeah, and I've been very adamant about that and saying that you know you pay Nick Foles all this money, he's going to come back in and be your starter. Uh, my one thing was if, with the exception obviously of the Chiefs game and the Texans game too. Um, if he would have went through this gauntlet, so to speak, undefeated, then we'd be having a very, very, so, very different. So, what is the timetable for um, Foles coming back? Looking is, at week eleven, post bye week. Is that what they're looking at? Yeah. Okay, so we got a lot of time in between there, uh, but I'm kind of six games to play. Yeah, five, and five games to play. I'm so. still on kind of with Wes right now. You paid him a buttload of money. Um, the guy got to play eleven plays. I think so even far, if but, Minshew just runs these next games, you know, maybe loses one or whatnot, but looks great. That they'll still give the guy a shot, but maybe the leash will be a little shorter. It'll definitely be tight for sure. Uh, moving on from that game, we're going to go ahead and go forward. Uh, but definitely the first two games of the week, I mean, just awesome games. Great then, games. Yeah. yeah. Next game is a not-so-crazy game. You have the uh, New England Patriots who clobbered the Redskins. Uh, Jay Gruden fired as a result of it. But I think we all kind of knew that was coming. Yeah, I mean, I was watching You know, I was at <clears throat> the local bar hooligans with my buddies over here, and um, one of them was the Redskins fans. And the Redskins actually looked pretty decent in the first quarter. They, they were did. actually getting at Brady. Brady was on his back a little bit, right, for the first half. And um looked like Brady got a little – you know, frustrated and uncomfortable. Um, that receiver for uh, McLean, I think McLaren, what his name is, he looked kind of decent in the first half. I mean, to me, he's definitely, you know, one of the talked about rookies in the NFL this year. Uh, you know, I don't know what draft pick he was, Matt. Do you know anything about that? I mean, he's third or fourth I, round I pick. I don't know. I don't know off the top uh, when he was drafted exactly, but him and uh, Trey Quinn. Right. Uh, I mean, that's rookies. a – and then it's, they, I mean, they're already calling him Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Uh, they, they, he's already got the nickname up around this way, and he, they, people are very impressed with him. And he looks good. He's looked good yeah. so far. And for a team that is going through so many issues and just a debacle, you know, I mean, those are the two bright spots. But um, then I kind of expect, you know, what happened in the second half was kind of what I expected. The Patriots kind of just um, – Warm down. Brady got settled in and yeah. just finished the game. Brady picks up, gets uh, gets going after last week. He was a little uh, little beat up. He didn't do a whole lot versus the Bills this week. He kind of goes off in a sense. 28 for 42, 348, and three touchdowns, one pick. Uh, and Sony Michelle, again, continues to be very dangerous on the ground, 91 yards and a touchdown. And then you also had Julian Edelman, who broke 100 yards and a touchdown. And he's pretty banged up. A lot of that receiving core, in fact, and the running backs are banged up. Rex Burkhead's beat up. Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon, they're all really – it's a really beat up team. And then you let ben, uh, Benjamin Watson go. So it'll be interesting to see where they go forward. I'm sure Belichick has a plan, but they continue on to 5-0. and And it uh, doesn't look like anybody's going to really stop them right now. Not looking like it. Nope. Um Washington again. Gruden is gone. He is no longer with the team. Something that uh, we we uh, talked again. So Bill Callahan's uh, interim coach. Yeah, right? Bill Callahan, former NFL coach. I believe he coached for the Raiders and then Raiders, he coached at Nebraska. Was, and he yeah, and he was Dallas's offensive co- or offensive line offensive coordinator a few years ago too. Yeah, yeah so definitely uh, definitely has some experience, but we'll see what he does as far as taking over this team uh, going forward. After that, you had Bills Titans. In a very close matchup, Bills come away with the win, 14-7. And this is a game I kind of saw coming. Again, Titans are a win-one, lose-one kind of team, uh, and that's exactly what I happened. I just can't figure one. out that team. You know, it's just like I don't know what to expect week after week with Tennessee. 
and um, kind of shows, like you say, with this score in this game against Buffalo. Yeah, very pedestrian game again for Mariota, 13 for 22, 183, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Derrick Henry seemed like he was kind of a threat. I, I personally would have continued to hand the ball off to him. Uh, 20 rushes, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, other than that, not a whole lot from the Titans side. Yeah, Josh Allen, who comes back, remember, went into concussion protocol last week, got through it, and uh, had a pretty good game. Uh, 22, uh, 23 for 32, 219, two touchdowns. He did have the one pick. Frank Gore, again, leading it on the ground, 14 rushes for 60 yards, and he's just been looking really 4. good. 4.3 yards per average rushing. Yeah. He's looking Keeps really, really good. Uh, Josh Brown continues to impress as well. Five receptions, 75 yards. Uh, not a whole lot to pick from this one other than the fact that Buffalo is continuing to look good. And they're still starting one. to become a real deal now. Yeah, 4-1. and one. Matt, you got any notes on this game? Uh, I mean, no, just like you said, 4-1, and one, man, another another win for the Bills. Uh, they're, they're looking pretty good. Uh, Titans, again, win one, lose one. That's just the kind of team that they are, uh, that they have been for years now. Um, Frank Gore looking great still. Like I, He still amazes me that he's, he's you know – Still doing I it. think he's third on the on the rushing list, uh, all time rushing list. Yeah, like he's third or fourth. It, it's just insane. Fourth. Yeah, he's up. Yeah, there I think though. we touched this, touched about it last week, but he's either three or four. Yeah, he's a, yeah. he's a, definitely an amazing running back. But when I saw him come in, I did not think he'd be lasting this long. So kudos to him for sticking in the league and doing what he does best, run the rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, 100%. Next game, Baltimore Ravens sneak away a win in Pittsburgh. And I don't know if you guys caught the highlights from this game. I, I watched the end of it. Did anybody see Justin Tucker's field goal to win this game? No, I didn't. Oh, no. my God. You got to go look it up. And if you're listening, you got to go look it up. It's crazy. He goes to kick this field goal. It comes in. It starts peeling out like it's going to miss. And then just, I mean, curves right back in. And it, it was a crazy kick. Oh, was, uh, yeah. He put a little like English yeah. on that thing. Yeah, or something? yeah, it yeah. was nuts. I mean, you see it in his face. You watch his face, and you can kind of see it up here in the uh, on the screen. Uh, he just, I mean, he didn't think he was making it at one point. He goes through every emotion as that kick's going off. Um, but they do come away with the victory. The big. So it was like a Pedro Martinez fastball back in the day, <laughs> yeah, where it just yeah. kind of goes everywhere and yeah. then hits the zone where it needs to go. Right. The old special from. from one Pedro. thing that I, oh, you know what, I didn't watch this game, man. But one thing that I did see was Mason Rudolph yeah, was knocked out, that and then uh, there was a, you know, that was really a bad look for the NFL, or especially the Steelers yes. with the cart being broken down. They removed his face mask. He was knocked out cold, mm-hmm. and they literally like we're talking about an NFL, a billion dollar business. Like, how are you gonna? pick this guy up and like walk him off the field. You don't have a backup cart or something you can put right. him on. Like, right. I, and I that's a sore eye there. for the NFL or well, for the Steelers, especially like I couldn't believe that. I've never seen that before, man. Yeah. yeah. Me neither. Matt, you. Yeah. Scary hit. Uh, again, Bobby, you, you, you hit it right on the point. Uh, it looked bad for the NFL. That looked really bad on the NFL. I'm surprised there hasn't been a statement made and, they're probably just going to brush him under the rug as, you know, they always do, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, the game itself, though, was, was a great one. It was fantastic. I thought I mean, it was back and forth. Um, Lamar Jackson coming down to earth after starting, he's starting to play some, some better defenses and, you know, three interceptions. He says he's not a running back, but in my opinion, he probably won that game with his legs. I mean, he didn't score 70 yards down. rushing. 70 yards. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, you yeah, know, Lamar. Yeah, Lamar's not killing it like he was the first couple of weeks in the air. You know, I don't know if a lot of people are trying to, you know, or getting. There's more filming on him right now, but he found a way to win. 
And, you know, yeah, it sort of seems like it. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I mean, you know, he's still a baby right now. And once he gets, you know, obviously his passing mechanics down and all that, you know, he's just going to be very dangerous no matter what. And going from one uh, rushing quarterback to another, moving to that Arizona-Cincinnati game, Arizona coming away with the win, getting their first win on the season and Kyler Murray's first win. You kind of had the same sort of performance that you had from Lamar Jackson. Uh, it was a big rushing game for him. He had Kyler Murray, uh, we're talking about, had 10 rushes for 93 yards and a touchdown. And David Johnson is back up 17 rushes for 91 yards. So that's, that's a very crazy run game and then even behind him you had chase edmonds with eight rushes for 68 yards and a touchdown so a run heavy scheme seems to be the way to go but this was not you can't take a lot into this game cincinnati is not a good team offensively they have some good pieces but they lose ross they still don't have aj green back mixon had a decent day but they're very one-dimensional right now in that offense right and and kyler murray again no passing touchdowns but the running game was so big in this game that it kept them afloat and they were able to again sneak away with a tight victory over a bad team he got his first one i think we all predicted that he was going to get his first one we did we did that was actually one of our sweeps and 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 it just it alludes to the fact of how bad this Cincinnati Bengals, team is yeah. now. I understand that Zach Taylor, he's a new head coach there, coming from McVay's system. He's got, yep. he's got to see what he's got, and he hasn't been catching a lot of breaks either. But obviously, this is a rebuild year. It's a rebuild team. Do you see Andy Dalton here next year, Bobby? I don't, I don't know, man. I'll be honest with you. Um, they're going to have such a high draft pick right now. There's some quarterbacks coming in the draft, like Tui off, uh, Tui from, we'll just Tua. call him Tui, Tua, you Tua. know, from Alabama. You got the kid from Oregon. Um, you're also going to have, you know, from Oklahoma, um, Hertz. You know, there's, I mean, there's this uh, NFL draft is going to have a lot of good quarterbacks coming in. So I think they're going to move on from the honesty. Yep. Yeah, I, I could see that too. Exactly. Yeah. They're kind of going in the direction. They're going to have the one of those top three or four picks. I mean, you got to figure if the Redskins have the first pick, they're not going to go quarterback because they already not. took Haskins. Already got Haskins. Unless you pull, a, unless you pull an Arizona Cardinals move, right. you bring in a coach, and maybe it, a Lincoln Riley. And it's happened before because well, Lincoln Riley just came out today and said he has no interest in coaching, you know, in the NFL. Redskins, he said, but that changes though. Once you have that money to exactly, sign, exactly, exactly, you, you never know. But I think no, I think they move show. on from Andy Dalton. There's too many good quarterbacks coming out with Herbert and. Um, Hurts and Tua. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, good job, Kyler Murray, getting your first NFL win. Congratulations. And uh, moving on to the next game, we're going to let Matt go ahead and take the lead here. I think you know it's getting ready to be talked about. We had the Texans playing the Falcons, um, 53-32 to Houston over Atlanta. Matt, what's going on in Atlanta? I'm not sure, man. I wish I knew. <laughs> I wish I knew. I wish I had the answers because I'd be calling Dan Quinn immediately. Um, on defense, uh, me and Bobby were talking about it before the show. We're we're experimenting with this three four kind of thing. Um, I mean, everybody on the Texans who's played the Texans this year has had five or more sacks pretty much every single game, and here we had no sacks. We had nothing. We didn't pressure the quarter. We didn't pressure Deshaun Watson at all during this game. Is uh, that's why he scored five touchdowns and three for 426 yards. I mean, I don't mean to interrupt you. He is a stud, and, I, and we all know that. But yes, I mean, no matter what, you definitely got to get a little bit of pressure. Me but wrong. yeah, I, I mean, that I'm kid just fan. had an amazing performance. But and I'm a yeah. fan. I, I have, and even and even Will Fuller, I'm a big fan of his. The, the speed and the, the twitchiness that guy has. Um, you know, I mean, the Texans are a great team. I, I predicted the loss, but the way that it happened. Us being up 17, 16 and a half, I thought we had a good chance. And then we came out and the defense, again, um, no pressure on the quarterback. I mean, they'll sit there and dink and dunk all day long, all these quarterbacks in the NFL these days. 
Yeah, and that's and, what they do. And and with, with I mean, you can you look at his the stats by these receivers. I mean, they were high percentage receptions in that game. I mean, Will Fuller gets fourteen receptions on, on sixteen targets, so that's 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 a good day. Uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins seven on eight, uh, Kuti three on four. I mean, these people were. I mean, these are either you know making very simple passes, like you know not really hiding too much, or you know you're playing vanilla defense. And like you said, they're trying they're trying to experiment and figure something out, especially with all the losses on defense. It's yeah, it's not it, working. It's not working. And, and, and it's not working at all. Does Dan Quinn make it through the season that? Yeah, That's before before question. you an, before you answer this, like uh, Wes was saying, do you think they're throwing in the towel right now by experiment? By, by you saying they're no. changing the experiment of the defense and all that? No, we are not by any means. We are not throwing in the towel whatsoever. There's way too much talent and way too much money put into this team. I mean, we just gave extensions to. Matt Ryan, Deion Jones, Grady Jarrett, Julio Jones. I mean, I could I could go on really. Um, people are paid. Freeman, who's been injured, has has been paid. Um, I I just I don't I don't understand why we're when we played the Eagles, you saw how good of a team we can be. Uh, we ran, we rushed four pass rushers. It's it's amazing. There's so much talent out there. If you would have told me that they were going to start the season off what one and four right now, right. I, I would have told you you're yeah. full of S. You exactly. Know? I'd see Jacksonville before that. Matt, again, though, back to the question: Do you see him there by the end of the season? Um, that's a tough question. I mean, it's still early enough in the season to where if we reel off three, four wins in a row, uh, we're we're right back in the thick of things. Um. But, I mean, if we have another show, I mean, if we keep playing like we are now, and especially since Dan Quinn took over as defensive coordinator as well, uh, that was the most points scored on the Falcons since 2004. And it was the most total yards on the Falcons since 2004. So, it's all on him. I mean, if we lose two more games, one more game, he could be gone. I could see him be, if we lose next weekend and it's by 20 points, he could be gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big market right there. And, you know, those fans aren't used to, you know, starting off what, one and five or whatnot. So not, I'm sure there's a lot of chatter going on around town over in Atlanta. Not a happy time in Atlanta right now, that's for sure. Uh, moving on to two NSC South rivals of the Atlanta Falcons. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to the Superdome to play the New Orleans Saints. And again, we thought that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a lot of us did at least, would kind of step up. This was going to be their uh, welcome to the NSC South game. And yeah, especially after a big win on the road over to, you know, in L.A. with the Rams. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of missed off on this one. I kind of thought they were going to, you know, come out and maybe steal this one from New Orleans. But give it up to Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy man. Bridgewater, He's playing yeah. some really good football right now, stepping in for Breeze. Uh, number two power ranking in most uh, most of your NFL ESPN uh, Bleacher Report type power rankings. Uh, one of the top teams right now. Uh, we're going to get to see them live this Sunday in Jacksonville. Teddy Bridgewater, 26 for 34, 314 and a touchdown with one pick. Uh, Kamara, 62 yards on 16 rushes. Uh, look for them to go heavy on Kamara this this week. I'm not going to – we'll talk about it later, but look for him to go heavy with Kamara this week. Uh, I mean, he's our guy. What do you do on the receiving end? Uh, uh, check that out, uh, Kamara. Uh, six receptions, 42 okay. yards, and yeah. then Michael Thomas goes off. 11 receptions, 182, two touchdowns. Pretty much what he should be doing considering yeah. what he's been paid. Yeah, what, almost $100 million or yep. whatever, yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, so uh, that's going to move New Orleans Saints to four and one. Tampa Bay slides to two and three. I think a lot better than most uh, Tampa Bay fans would uh, have thought they'd be at at this point. The next game, Minnesota getting the W in New York versus the Giants. Danny Dimes comes to earth. 
He does. And I think I kind of, I mean, I think a lot of people figured, you know, this might be the game where, you know, he won two before this and this might be the game where he actually comes down to earth and, you know, experiences his first loss. Um, playing a very tough Minnesota team that has a very good defense. Not sure what Danny Dimes numbers were, but, um, I don't know, what, 21 for 38, 182 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Yep. They kind of kept it simple. You know, I call it kiss, keep it simple, stupid for them. You know, not much stuff going downfield, just trying to have them not lose a game. But, um, you know, without a Saquon Barkley, this was a tough game for them to win. And they continue to be beat up. Now losing their backup as well to him, uh, losing Wayne Gallman. Uh, he's injured. Uh, Sterling Shepard's banged up. Barkley will not be in, it appears, this week. Uh, so you got a lot of injuries going on there. So just a beat-up team, valiant effort, them, you know, hanging around at 2-3. and three. But uh, as the, te- the competition gets heavier and, and the opponents get harder, it's going to tell us a lot about this, uh, this Giants offense. Matt, you have anything to add to that? <clears throat> to this game, um, I mean, not much. You guys pretty much hit it on the head. Dalvin Cook still looks amazing for yes. the Vikings. Keep feeding that man the ball. Throw it to Adam Thielen. The man can catch Kirk Cousins. What are you doing? Look at that. 306 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Kirk can't throw the ball when he wants to. I have mixed opinions about him. Um but no, like you said, Daniel Jones coming back down to earth, and then Galman and I mean, it's the Giants are just—they just need to tank and go for another top pick. Yeah, it's going to be that type of season for them. You know, I think when Saquon comes back, I mean, I could—I mean, with Danny Dimes, we'll see what happens. But I don't see them as one of the lower end teams when it comes to the draft. I can actually see them maybe squeezing out six to seven wins, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Because I do like him a lot, and obviously you got Saquon Barkley. I don't know what their schedule looks like going ahead, but. I don't see them more in the 6-7, max 8 win team. So. Yeah, it sounds about right. Going from that one to uh, one of the surprise games of the week, Oakland getting the win in London versus the Bears in the uh, Khalil Mack Bowl. Uh, any thoughts on this one, Bobby? Yeah, that was my pick of the week right there, baby. It was. <laughs> I just, you know what, I don't know. I just, you know, with um, Trubisky being out, I just really thought that um, the Raiders were going to come and play good ball. I mean, I'm a fan of Gruden. He has them um, playing hard football, and they've actually started off a little bit better than I thought I thought they would, especially with all the Antonio Brown drama. Josh Jacobs looks great right now. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't really sold on him I definitely coming wasn't. out of Alabama. The kid wasn't even a starter there, and he's actually taking the league by storm right now. I mean, this kid's—they're—they're they're giving him the rock. He's getting you know 20 plus carries a game, and he's performing. Yeah, and. Um, Raiders look good. Uh, I don't know about the Bears, though, man. I mean, I was kind of shocked to see their defense kind of give up those numbers you know, to um, to the Raiders and Chase Daniel making his, what, his first start yep, 20, this year. 20, go ahead. Yep. 22 for 30, 231, two touchdowns and two picks. Uh, the two picks obviously being the detriment to that team. Uh, this is a t- team with that sort of defense that can be unstoppable. At bull. I, don't wanna, I don't know if I want to go to that point about Ravens-type defense, which a lot of people have already gone to, but – uh, maybe uh, the next tier in your Denver Broncos from the Super Bowl uh, 50 championship, the Jacksonville's from the ASC championship a few years back, that kind of defense. But the problem with those kind of defenses is they can only hold for so long until that offense just snaps. And those turnovers are just backbreakers for them. They can't do that if they want to get the win. And, you know, I did say if, if the Bears could get 17 points, they'd win this game. And, and they were unable to do it. But, I, again, the turnovers will kill you. And yeah. that's that, that more to the fact that uh, Bridgewater, or I'm sorry, not Bridgewater, Trubisky is a uh, game managing type of quarterback. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a weird game. Uh, the the Raiders jumping out to a 17-0 lead, and then 
you know, in the second quarter. And then after halftime, the Bears come out and score 21 straight. Um, it, it was a weird game, man. It, it, I don't know if you guys actually got the chance to, to watch it or anything. I didn't. I was um, unfortunately uh, working. But, uh, yeah, no, I caught some highlights of it. It was a very interesting game, odd game to say the least. Yeah, I think I actually think it is. I, I I think if Trubisky was in, then um, I think the Bears probably would have won that game. I agree, Matt. You know, I do. I mean, they're definitely gonna miss him. You know, with him being out, he was actually starting to click a little bit before the injury. And mm-hmm. with Chase Daniels right now, I think things are gonna be a little bit tough sledding until then. All right, going on to the next game here, we have the Philadelphia Eagles and the Jets, 31-6. to The Eagles take the game at home. Matt, did you catch any of that game or no? Um, It was on. I didn't really pay attention to it because the Eagles, every time I looked at, at the score, the Eagles were up by double digits. Yeah, there was, um, this wasn't really a game, you know, as far as, you know, very being very competitive, you know, pretty much after the first quarter. Yeah, I mean, I think the Jets in general, you know, off the bat, were already going to be one of those teams that weren't going to – I mean, they're, they still – you know, they're a few pieces away um, from even being a playoff team, consistent playoff team. But then just having Falk in there right. uh, really, really, you know, deflates that team. And 31-6, to six, I mean – Yeah, I mean, Luke Falk's numbers were 15 for 26, 120 yards, uh, no touchdowns, two interceptions. They do have good news, though. Um Sam Darnold apparently is coming back this week after his four-week hiatus with Mono. But, um, yeah, we'll see. They play my Cowboys. and We'll definitely be touching base on that uh, one. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah, yeah. Denver gets their first win of the year, avoids the 0-5 club over the L.A. Chargers. And what was kind of a surprising win for them, finally getting off that loss, that uh, those losses, excuse me, 20-13, uh, to 13, they moved to 1-4. and four. Uh, Matt, did you catch any of this game? Um, I, I caught bits and pieces of this one as well. Um, it looked just, it looked like a tough divisional matchup to me. Uh, kind of sloppy. Um, I, I would believe I picked the Chargers to win this game. Yeah, we actually all had the Chargers in a sweep on this Yeah. Game. Yeah, this is one of those games I think we just kind of went home team, you know? Yep. Yeah, we knew it was going to be a hard-nosed fought football game between two division rivals and all that. Yeah, first game back for Melvin Gordon. I'm not sure what his numbers were, but I don't think he was really that effective. Yeah, got him up there. Yeah, 12 for 31, 2.6 yards of rush. Eckler only gets the ball three times for seven yards, uh, but he does get it through the air. 15 receptions for 86 yards. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, he he had a very quietly good week from the receptions category, but a lot of dump offs. Um, you have uh, Philip Rivers throwing two picks, no touchdowns, very uncharacteristic of him. Uh, and, and again, another one of those situations in low-scoring games, those turnovers can bite you, and that's what ended up happening. Kudos to this Broncos defense for first stepping up and coming alive. They have the last two weeks, they get the five sacks, first Jacksonville, and then last week they get uh, get a, get some defensive interceptions. And, and, and this defense is starting to roll a little bit, and that's got to be good for Fangio and crew. Yeah, you know what? I mean, you're talking about a team that lost a heartbreaker a few weeks ago with that last about second four, 55 years. About three or four weeks in a row. In a row, you know, they're due for a win, so maybe this is something that they can get rolling off of right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if they can continue up the pace, but uh, congratulations to them finally getting on the win board after, uh, what, five games. And next in next we'll be covering the uh, Sunday night game. Bobby, take it away. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was a tough one, man. You know, I really thought that Dallas was going to come out and redeem themselves after that, you know, debacle in New Orleans, being having a home game. Um, I mean, this we got the ball to start the game off. Dak went down the field. It was looking beautiful. Then he threw a little behind the pass to Amari Cooper, bounced off somebody's shoulder, and um, I don't know who picked it off. And then they went down the field and scored. Hey, we dug a 17 nothing hole, you know, and then, you know, we finally tried to turn up here in the second half. Um, Dak had a decent game trying to bring him back. He did throw 463 yards and two touchdowns, and Amari Cooper went wild, obviously, with 226 uh, yards and a touchdown. But the main story in this game was our defense. Like, our defense was stout Shredded. the week before. You know, it's like our offense went nowhere against San, uh, um, against New Orleans. And our defense was stout, holding them to field goals. And then this week, we have this kid from the Packers running back, um, Allen, running for, I don't even know, but, I mean, yeah, Aaron Jones, 19 carries, 170 yards, four touchdowns. Unreal. I just don't, you know what, man, I'll be honest with you, um, I, I'm at a loss for words. I'm not giving up on the season. I mean, we got to figure some things out because, you know, it was a tale of two tapes in this game. You know, one week, you know, the offense or defense – Looked offense looked horrible. Next week the defense looked great. You know, I, I don't know, man. It's just it's kind of disturbing. And I was talking to a buddy of mine at work today. Like, yeah, we have our wins right now are against the uh, Dolphins, Giants, and Redskins. and the Redskins. And then so, now we have the Jets coming up. So it's like until they can show that we can beat a team with even a winning record or a team with like two wins or whatnot, man. Like I'm not going to, my boys till the day I die, I'm not going to give them the respect, man, that they deserve. So I don't know, man. Let me hear your thoughts. Very disappointing. At this point, I just have one question for you, both of you. You both can answer it however you want. Through the games you've seen so far, is Dallas a pretender or contender? I'll, I'll, I'll start this off right now. Um, I think we're a pretender. I think that we can still win the East, and I still think that we can, if not, get a wild card. But I do not see us as a Super Bowl team right now going through the first um, six weeks or how many five. weeks are we have, five weeks that we're in right now. I'll Four be honest with you. That, yeah, yeah, I, Matt, you? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely think they're a contender. I mean, I think they're definitely going to be contending for the NFC East. And once you get in the playoffs, you know, any team can make a run. Uh, but like, no, just like Bobby said, I mean, yeah, their wins are against the Redskins, the Giants, and the Dolphins. So yeah. they got the Jets coming up. And then after that, I'm looking at their schedule right now. I mean, they got, you know, the Eagles, yeah, the Giants again. But then you got the Vikings, the Lions, the Patriots, right. the Bills. Oh, I mean, right. you, have a, you have a killer streak coming up here. A make or break little thing right there. Right. Yep. Yep, so it's going to be awesome to see. I love it, though. I love it. I can't wait to see uh, what you guys do, though, man. And we'll see. I don't know. You know, Kellen Moore started off really hot, you know, with his play call in the first two games. But it just seems like, you know, he's getting really pass happy right now. They haven't run the RPO. Like Zeke's carries. I don't know, Wes. Can you pull it up? How many carries Zeke uh, had? Or? He was 12. Yeah, 12. 12 like yeah, only 12 yards. carries, man. We do not That's win. Not we, right. do not, we do not win unless he carries the ball over 22 times. I think there's a crazy stat out there. When he carries the ball 25 times or more, we're like 21-1 and one with him or something. I mean, you know? that, that's like you said earlier. You're getting down and digging yourself in that deep hole. You lose that option early on, and that's a, that fell right into Green Bay's game plan. And unfortunately, you lose that ability to use him as a weapon. Yeah, and a lot of Cowboys fans out there are kind of questioning this whole pass-happy offense that they have going right now when you have arguably one of the best running backs in football. Give him the ball, man. Yep. 
we'll, we'll see going forward. We'll talk about uh, yeah. more about it when we do our picks. Indianapolis gets the win versus the Kansas City Chiefs in the upset of the week. Brissett. I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't. I went to bed so early that day because I was turning up like all day long, man. And I fell asleep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I mean, I woke up and I got, you know, I got Mahomes as my quarterback in fantasy, man. And I was like, well, he did enough. I think he got me like. 17 or 18 points, but did any of you guys watch any of this? Because yeah, so, I didn't watch any of it. So uh, you actually have an injury to Patrick Mahomes. I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but his ankle. Uh, Is that the same one that happened? Do you think that's a nagging injury that happened when he played Jacksonville? Remember uh, that game? Yeah, uh, week I remember one? him coming out. I don't know if it was a, a continue, continuation off of that one. I'm sure it doesn't help for, for sustainability reasons, but uh, you, you really can't say on that one. Uh, but it definitely it altered his entire game from then on out, and it became a game of who can hold on to the ball the longest, and Indianapolis ended up being that team late in the game. They made it happen uh, in a game where they get no sacks. They're 35% on third down. Um, again, like I said, they had the time of possession, and the big winner of this game was Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack got it done, and he won this game for them, in my opinion. 29 rushes, 132 for 4.6 average. You can't ask for much more than Workhorse. that. Workhorse. Yep. Uh, I mean, but other than that, not a whole lot. This was a very low-scoring game, and, and it just showed what happens when Mahomes' game gets altered just a little bit. Obviously, you're not going to game plan going forward for Mahomes to get injured, but this does give you kind of an insight or a little bit of a blueprint on how to beat them. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, everybody, I think, you know, arguably everybody agreed that the Colts are going to come into the season being a very tough football team. And, um, you know, they were very stout on the offensive line. Uh, defense, you know, held their own. I have one question for the both of you guys, though, right now. Like, how good do you think this team could be if Andrew Luck did not retire and kind of was healthy? I kind of heard that question today. You know, like They could definitely be that. undefeated. I, I have no yeah. issue saying that they could be an undefeated team, and that's not a knock on Brissett. It's just a – it's a, a There's just different levels between those two guys Absolutely. right there. Absolutely, and I don't right. think anybody's afraid to talk about that. It's just, you know, one of those things, which, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know, it would have been nice to see him out there doing it. I mean, not for me and my team, but, I mean, that luck could potentially. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, they actually have a team. really good uh, program and system going on right there right now that if luck was still there. And not, like you say, though, not knocking Andrew Luck for his decision or anything like that. No, but just not. what could have been. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Monday Night Football, Cleveland gets annihilated by the 49ers who prove themselves as contenders moving to 4-0. and um, shocking to me. I mean, I didn't take it away. No, no, I didn't watch any of this game, but I woke up, you know, shocked at this. I thought at least Cleveland would give at least a little bit of a fight. I don't know if Matt, did you watch any of this game? Yeah, actually I watched most of this game. Um, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, man. I don't know what to think of this guy. Sophomore I mean, slump. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's that or if, if Kitchens is trying to run the same exact offense as last year and the same plays and everybody, you know, knows what's coming. It, it's really strange. I mean, eight, he completed eight passes for, you know, for a hundred yards and two picks. I mean, that's just, it's, it's weird, but I'm loving everything that I see from San Francisco, by oh, the way, man. offense yeah. and defense. I'm loving, I, I love watching them play, man. I tell you what, it, it, I was not. A I think they're for real. Team. I think we can all admit that they might be for real now. Yeah, I wasn't a believer yeah. in this team. Oh, I yeah. actually picked against them. I thought Cleveland was going to come out and beat them down, but they did not. And the, I think the big problem is here, and this is just me spitballing, but they're trying to do too much with Odell and Jarvis Landry, and it's not working right. Obviously, Baker Mayfield is not where he needs to be as far as his throwing mechanics, whether it be accuracy and/or power. But 
Odell, two receptions, 27 yards. Why are we not handing the ball off to Nick Chubb? 16 rushes, 87 yards. This kid is beasting. He is the driving force of this Browns offense, and the fact that they are not using him is very preposterous. I think they're trying to get two pass happy with, you know, all the star receivers that they have and whatnot. Just, I mean, especially when they're struggling like that right now. Pound it with Chubb to open up the passing game. I don't know, man. I Like Matt was saying, I don't know what Freddie Kitchens is doing right now, but you're talking about a guy that could be on the hot seat real soon too now. Real quick. I think he's overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, and real quick with a with a roster that with all this talent, yeah, you're you're gonna get on the hot seat faster. They did a lot coaches. of moves in the offseason to set this season up for them. You yep. know? I mean, you got probably one of the most dynamic offenses and defenses in football and to be uh to be at this point and not really doing a whole lot is, is inexcusable. But they are two and three, so we'll see what happens going forward. Just a very bad loss for them. Very good win for the 49ers as they continue on to be one of two undefeated teams left. Hey, you know what? A little crazy stat right now, though, is that the only two undefeated teams right now are the Patriots and the 49ers, and you got Tom Brady and Jimmy backup. G, his former backup. So kind of I like just goes it. to show. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, very impressive. We all know Bill Belichick. Didn't, Didn't Jimmy G last year, though, what what was his record coming in? Or was that two years ago? Was it 6-0 or 7-0? Yeah, he slaughtered us. In so you're talking about a guy. What's his winning record right now? Like, has he lost a game or like yeah, no, last two games? year he got beat up, or not last year, but uh, the year before, yeah. I think it was a year that he had a lot of wins. You know, just I think he came in what midway through the season and went six and zero, and then last year he got beat up and knocked yeah. out. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yep. but I mean, his winning percentage I think is really high. Oh, absolutely, especially as a starter. Yeah. All right, moving into our week six picks. Let's go ahead and just go over a few things real quick before we start making our picks. Again, like I said, Bobby, you do lead the three of us as far as overall record at forty nine and twenty nine. Matt, you were second in, at 45-29. and 29. And, oh, I'm sorry, that doesn't even make any sense. 49-29. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'll fix that here in a second. I don't know what the heck happened with my math there, but it is not something to be proud of. Um, I'm 42-36. and 36. Uh, As far as locks, you guys are both 4-1. and one. I am 5-0 and oh in locks. We're going to take it all – Take get it going, excuse me, <laughs> with the Giants at the Patriots – Undefeated Patriots in Foxborough. Matt, tell us what you got. I got you on the spread on that. Hold on. Really. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and give us a spread. Give us a spread. Then Matt will take the lead. Uh, where we at? So on, on ESPN, I'm looking at a 16 and a half. Uh, 17. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. What I got locked in there. Whatnot, but 16 and a half around 17 New England. Yeah. What you got, Matt? Man. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember way back when the schedule came out, but this is one of my games of the year, man. I was hoping it was going to be Eli against. Uh, Brady, one you know, one more time. I was grand really finale, looking, huh? Yeah, man. I was. I wish they'd throw him in there just for this game. I really do. I was. I was. I was really hoping for that. Uh, but none. Of, none of that matters now. We got uh, Danny Dimes in there. Uh, but come on, uh, Patriots are going to go in there and smack. Oh, actually, no. It, it's at uh, in Fox Foxborough. Um, who 17 points in the you said 16 and a half on uh, NFL.com. That's a lot of points, man. Uh, Patriots are definitely going to win this game. I think they're going to win by 14. I'm looking at like 35, 21, something like that. Yeah, I'm similar, Matt. You know, um, zero chance in my book that Danny Dimes goes into New England and wins a game. Patriots yeah. are just way too tough, you know, and, um, Thursday night game, kind of prime time and whatnot. Zero chance the Giants win this game against Tom Brady on the road. I have them actually making it a little bit closer than the spread. I got New England winning 32-17. to 17. Okay. 
And, you know, I also have New England in this one, too. I don't think it's much of a conversation piece to have. Um, New England's going to take this one. I, I don't know how crazy they're going to go in this game. I don't know if they're going to. I think they're going to. They're at the point in the season right now where against the teams they're playing, you're not going to see. You're going to see a lot of vanilla stuff. I know that they exactly. they, they game plan and Bill Belichick every opponent's as hard as the next, but you're going to get a lot of vanilla offense for them. So I don't always expect them to go off. I just expect them to do good. Get away with the win, right? So simple, you know, so yeah, right. give me give me New England in this one, 35-13. Next game up, we're going to be covering Philadelphia Eagles at the Minnesota Vikings. Bobby, what's the spread? Yep, uh, close spread right here. Philadelphia on the road to Minnesota. Minnesota's favored by two and a half points. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Philadelphia Eagles in this one. Um, Minnesota kind of showed what they can do on the offensive side last week. Dalvin Cook's a beast. Um, but I think Philly's going to get it done. Uh, I think Philly will get the win. It'll be a close one. Give me Philadelphia in this one, 28, Minnesota 24. Bobby, what you got? Yeah, okay, right on. Yeah, to me, I think this is the closest game of the week. It's a really great matchup. That would be a very good game to watch. It's going to be back and forth. I think we're going to see a little bit more defense than we will see offense. Um, I have Minnesota and, you know, them winning a tight defensive battle. Have this a little more low scoring. A lot of people think. I think Minnesota's going to take this game 17 to 16. Bobby taking Minnesota. All right, Matt, what you got? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to pick the Eagles uh, to win this game. I think they're going to try to prove that they're, you know, uh, they're a contender. Uh, yeah, they can run away with this NFC East the way the Cowboys are looking too. <laughs> I mean. I, for real. I mean, this this could be a statement win and a stamp win on the season. I mean, something they could look back to later in the year and be like, hey, and we turned it around right here. Um, I have the I have the Eagles winning. It's going to be a close one. I don't think it's going to be – it's going to be back and forth for sure. Uh, it's going to be 31 to 27 Eagles. Definitely a close one for all of us, and we'll, yep. uh, we'll see how that one plays out. But going on to the next one. Moving forward, we have our Sunday game, 9 a.m., our next London game, Carolina playing Tampa Bay. They're still Bay. doing that right now? Oh, yeah. It's just starting. It's just the beginning. This is only the second week of it. So Carolina at L.A. Or, no, at Tampa? Or, no, what yep. is it? Carolina at Tampa Bay. Yep, Carolina, or Carolina's two-and-a-half-point favorites, I guess. Like Wes said, it's over in London, right? So, yep, again, yep. another one of those Tampa. games where it's kind of a toss-up. Uh, Matt, where are you looking at? Um, yeah, toss-up, yeah. Um. I'm going to go uh, – the Buccaneers burned me last week. I thought they were going to play a little bit better than they did. The score is a little bit closer than than uh, the game. If you actually watch that Tampa Saints game, uh, Saints were in control of that game uh, pretty much from start to finish. But I think that Tampa's got enough to stop Allen, um, Kyle Allen on the Panthers. I think he's gotten a little lucky, and I think if they get some pressure on him, he's going to fold, even though Christian McCaffrey's a freak of nature. Uh, I got the Bucks winning this game. It's going to be a wild one, uh, 32-30. Bobby? Right on. Yeah. Um, I'm a little different than Matt on this one. I just think that um, Jameis Winston is just one of those guys that's going to have like a 500-yard passing game one week, and then he's going to take two or three weeks off. Everybody's going to hate on him. Then he's going to blow up again. Then everybody loves him. I just think Carolina is just going to be, you know, too explosive on the offensive side of the field right there. I think Christian McCaffrey right now is obviously, to me, I think he's the leading MVP candidate if I were to choose right now at this time of the year. Yep. I got Carolina winning 28-21. 
Yeah, so Christian McCaffrey, definitely a force to be reckoned with. I just got to watch that firsthand last week. Uh, he is having a, he has a lingering back injury going into this week, so that's something to keep note of. I would assume he's probably going to, while he's still going to start and play in this game, you may not see as many snaps from him, but their backup is just capable, can definitely do it. Uh, give me Carolina in this one. Uh, being that, again, it's in London, it's going to be one of those toss-up close games. Give me Carolina in this one, 24-23. Close mm-hmm. one. Very okay. close one. Yeah, I got it as a close one, too. Yep. Uh-huh. Going forward, Seattle heading to Cleveland to take on the oh, – I'm sorry. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Seattle is yeah, at Cleveland. Yeah, right? yeah, yep. 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 This spread's a little bit closer. You know, a lot of people still think that Cleveland, you know, is still that powerful team that's waiting to explode, but Seattle is going on the road to Cleveland. Seattle is favored by one and a half. Wes, what you got? Uh, so in this one, it, it's really hard because you watch Cleveland when we beat the crap out of a potential playoff contender in, in Baltimore and then just get annihilated by the, the – or I'm sorry, the 49ers, who are another good team. Uh I can't go with him. I have to go with Seattle. I like what Russell Wilson's doing there. Pete Carroll and that offense, they've finally gotten the run game going, which is something they have Carson, not been able to do Carson since Lynch starting, exactly. has gone. Right, yep. yeah. It, it Lockett's been playing good. The defense has been playing well with all their additions. I like Disley at tight end, even though he didn't get involved much last week. I Had a nice, nice couple long bombs right there. Yep. Perfectly the, Russell Wilson's just a damn hell of a And before you make your pick, though, did you guys we, – we forgot to talk about this. Did you guys see that freaking touchdown to lock it in the corner oh, end yeah. zone where they oh, you yeah, throwing yeah, the ball away? Man. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. That could go down as a catch of the year right now. Like, a lot of people on the outside don't see that. But he was – Russell was literally on his back throwing that ball away and lock it. Did it as good as he can do it. Yeah, amazing. Amazing <laughs> sense of awareness I mean, to get so that ridiculous. kind of catch. Yeah, but I'm still going to take Seattle in that one. Uh, giving it, having no trouble against the Browns. Give me Seattle, uh, 31, Cleveland 10. Okay. I'll take the lead on this, uh, this next one, Matt, and you can finish it off. I got, you know, it's Seattle's on a roll, man. I like Russell Wilson a lot. You know, I think he's also an MVP candidate right now, the way that they're playing ball. I just think that Cleveland is going to make this a game, you know, early on. I just think Russell Wilson's just going to, He's just too good, you know. I mean, he's going to show up Baker Mayfield. I think he's just too good, you know, um, to not finish this game. I see Seattle winning this game 20-12. to 12. Yeah, I'm right on the same page. Uh, I think Seattle is going to come in there and handle business. Uh, they're a better team than Cleveland is right now, in my opinion, by a lot. Um, I have – I got the Seahawks winning this one 27 to – 27 to 13. Yep. That's a clean sweep by us right there when it comes to that game. The next one we have coming up is Houston at Kansas City. Kansas City is at home against Houston. This is a very intriguing matchup. Kansas City is at home, favored by four and a half points. Kansas City obviously coming off uh, a rare, um, unprecedented loss, you know, at, you know, against Indy. So, Matt, what do you got? Yeah, and this one. Um, and Houston, I'm sorry, and Houston probably, coming off that win, you know, at Atlanta. Atlanta yeah, yeah, right, so. right, right, right. Yep. Good, ma- good little you know, matchup. We'll see. Yeah, no, I think this this one is going to be. It's it's crazy that uh, I'm looking on uh, ESPN and their in their matchup predictor has Kansas City winning by 66.8% to the Texans 33%, and I think it's going to be a lot closer of a game than that. Um, I mean, in my opinion, we're probably looking at a shootout here. I mean, I could be completely wrong. I got uh, Kansas City still winning this game, though, it being at home. 
Uh, I got them winning uh, 28-24. 28-24? Yep. Uh, yep. All right. So, Wes, what you got? Yeah, so what we're looking at here is the potential. <laughs> we were having some technical difficulties. Wes is, by the way, Wes is over here. Our mic came off of the uh, the table over here. Wes is like holding this up like Snoop Dogg at a concert right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If yeah. I can only show you the picture of this, it's awesome. But, yeah, I mean, the sound's still going to be right. Yeah, so um, no, in this game, uh, we're, what we're getting ready to see is the beginning of your new, in most people's eyes, uh, Peyton versus Brady. You're getting your new big rivalry going forward, Deshaun Watson versus uh, Patrick Mahomes. Great analogy right there, by the yep. way. Yep. So what? My, it's going to be a good game, but what's going to end up happening is this Kansas City defense is going to get involved and get in that backfield, do something that unfortunately, and, and nothing against Atlanta, they couldn't get it done last week. Is they're going to get back there quick and they're going to get to to Watson and cause a lot of problems. I want to see what's going on with Mahomes' leg. I think he's going to be just fine. Look for a brace going in the next week in that game, but give me Kansas City in that one, uh, 31-24. Yeah, you know what? We're going to be at the Jags game. That's a one o'clock game. I'm not sure what time. It, Wes, it doesn't say it on that thing over there. What, what time this um, Kansas it's a one City? O'clock. Is it a one o'clock? It's a one o'clock. o'clock yeah. Uh, man, I wish it was a four o'clocker. Man, I'd be speeding home down 95 to watch this one because this is going to be a very entertaining football game. Deshaun Watson versus Pat Mahomes. That's going to be a heck of a game, and that's going to be something definitely fun to watch. Um, I just see Kansas City making a rebound after last week's dud. You know, in Indy, I got KC and Mahomes rebounding. In, in not a bad game, uh, 28-16, Kansas City. Which one? All right, now. All right, so the next one, Matt, we're going to let you take the lead on this one, and we'll let Wes finish it off, the game that we are all going to be at, 1 o'clock at the TIAA Bank Stadium, 1 o'clock kickoff, <laughs> New Orleans Saints, Teddy Bridgewater versus the Minshew Magic Jacksonville Jaguars. What you got going on? The Jags are favored by one and a half in that game, by the way. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I was really anticipating this matchup at the beginning of the year uh, with, at, with Drew Brees at quarterback and then, you know, Jalen Ramsey playing. Uh, hopefully, it looks like Jalen will be back this week. He was limited at practice today. Yeah, he's it's it's gonna be a game time decision. I can almost guarantee you. Um, but, right. But he practices I, today and tomorrow, man. I mean, that's. I mean, he's gonna play. I mean, it's not like they're gonna yeah, set him. Yeah, like, start. Yeah, exactly. I feel like he's gonna play. I mean, he hasn't played the past, I believe, two weeks. Correct. So, um, no. Nah, and then the way that Minshew and, like you said earlier, Wes uh, Shark Junior, uh, they got a connection, man. And then Leonard Fournette's been balling the past couple weeks, yes, sir. Ooh, this this one's really going to be tough, man. It, it's going to be tough, but I think at home, the Jags defense, I'll be there. I'm going to be rooting for them. I'm going Jags, man. I'm All right. Jags. All right, Matt goes with the Jags. Bobby, what you got? Oh, there's no question about it, baby, man. I got a new shirt to debut on Sunday. <laughs> I got it ordered. It should be in on Friday. You know, my Jags is my are my AFC team, local boy. I think Fournette is going to keep doing his thing. Minshew Magic. It's going to be a very close game, though, because Teddy Bridgewater is playing some really good football right now. It's going to be a very entertaining game. I think it's going to be something like the last week's game that the Jags were in. Um, I think it's going to be tight until the end. And then I, th- I have it to tie ball game with about four minutes left. And I got Jacksonville going down, kicking a field goal, winning 23 to 20. 23 to 20. Jacksonville. Yes, sir. So I've thought a lot about this game this week. Um, I know. New Orleans is, like I said earlier in the show, ranked number two in a lot of the power rankings. 
um, one of the top teams right now, even without Drew Brees, which is simply crazy. Um, and I, I and I'm not taking that, not saying that it's not true because they're amazing. They're just that's how good that team is. They 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 have the highest paid backup in football, and and he's proving to be worth it. <laughs> Looking at this game. I'm gonna go Jacksonville. I'm gonna go Minshew Magic. Uh, I I see Jalen Ramsey playing in this game. I see it back being, at home. I see it being a game time decision. The the crowd's gonna go either nuts or gonna boo. I don't know how they're gonna go, but uh, with Jalen Ramsey being back, I think they'll be all for him. Though I think they understand that Jalen wants to be a part of this team in some facet. It's 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 higher than the fans. It's higher than the team. It's higher than the coaches. We all know what's going on. Agree. Um. But give me Jacksonville on this one. This is going to be a big game for them. If they can pull off a win here, they get themselves kind of back in that respectability category where they could be dangerous going forward. I was thinking the same thing against Carolina. That would have been a huge win. But give me Jacksonville on this one. I, I kind of am where you, you're at. It's going to be a late, you know, kind of touchdown or field goal that's going to win it. But I'm going to say Minshew takes him down into the end zone and does it himself this time. Give me Jacksonville 24, New Orleans 20. Yeah, you know what? This is going to be one of those games that, is uh, the, the atmosphere is going to be live. You know, Minshew is sold when it comes to the Jacksonville, you know, Duval County and all that. They're oh, promoting yeah. him so hard right now. Um, they were Front on the road the last Wall week. Street Journal. Yesterday. Right, exactly. Yeah. Today. He's very marketable. It's going to be a really live atmosphere. Matt, you came down at the right time, man. You really <laughs> and, did. And that's the reason, you know, I live down here, but that's the reason why I bought that ticket. I'm like, I got to see this guy, Matt. And everybody's going, hold on. I am getting a ticket to this game. It was fun seeing him week <laughs> no one. No question about it. It was definitely fun seeing him week one, even in a loss. It was fun to watch him. But now you get to see him with the Minshew magic. Oh, that, that, yeah. That was, you, you were there week one when Foles got hurt. So yep. it was like, oh. Who's this guy? Oh, but now now this guy's got a reputation. So, yeah, we'll see how he holds himself. Hopefully everybody shows up at the bank and they're not in the Bud Light Zone, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll be in the Bud Light Zone <laughs> at one point in time, though, I'll be honest with you. But next, Amen, brother. Next, we have the game of all games. Yes, folks, we do have it. It is the Tank Bowl. The 0-5 Washington Redskins versus the 0-4 Miami Dolphins in a battle of two teams trying to blow it. Matt, who's taking away the win? <laughs> oh my gosh the tank bowl of 2019 here we are Aww. man <laughs> i don't know i don't know who to pick um it, it's crazy on uh, my espn matchup predictor again it, it, they got washington going down there and winning with a 63 percent chance to win I don't know, man. I think the I, – I, I, I don't know. It's so, it's so hard, man. It really is. The hardest by the way, game. By the way, by the way, the Washington's favored by three and a half points in this game. Wow. Wow. At, wow. Away on top. That's, yeah. that's basically a touchdown game if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. This this one's going to be really tough, man. Um, I'm going Miami. I'm going Miami. Uh, this goes out to my boy, RIP Papa D. Oh man! Um, this one's for him. I'm, I'm, this one is for him. I'm going Dolphins um, in a, the ugliest game you could ever imagine. I'm talking like 17-16, all field goals, some safeties or something. It's gonna be an ugly one, folks. But uh, <laughs> I gotta go to the Dolphins. I don't have much to say about this game right now, man. I mean, I don't think anybody does. I'm going with, you know, I guess the wrestling players are going to come out and play hard for their, you know, their coach being fired, uh, Bill Callahan, who took over. 
I think the Redskins have more talent on the defense side of the ball and the offense side of the ball. Yes, they are going down to Miami. I got the Redskins winning this as an ugly game, 20 to 13. Got the Redskins. Yeah, I talked about it a little bit earlier today um, with Papa D's kid, <laughs> RIP. Um, and this is going to be one of those games, in my opinion, that your coach just got fired. Kind of what you said earlier, Bobby. You get that kind of. Let's go out here and get this one. Let's go. Let's go win this game. Let's show it was him, not us. Nobody wants to lose a donut bowl, man. No, no, you, you know? don't want to lose to this team. Um, Miami, I just there's been nothing that I've seen impressive. I've at least seen spurts of it in Washington. I'm going an ugly game as well. Give me, uh, give me Washington in this one. Thirteen, Miami three. McLaurin, the player of the game. Yeah, and you know what, man? When you have two ugly teams playing like this, like that, the Redskins have been ugly for a long time right now with that whole organization. I think everybody's waiting for um, um, Allen, Bruce Allen, to be fired. Yep. I don't know when that's going to come. Matt, I don't know if you've heard anything over there, but I think out of most fans, everybody was kind of relieved, you know, when um, Gruden got fired. But everybody wants Allen fired just as much as him. So, I mean, well, the quick, Redskins fans need something to smile off of. A quick throw in. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's been bad. It's that bad right I've now. I've been born. Uh, but just a quick thing on what I'm hearing up this way about the Redskins is uh, I'm hearing more talk about Bruce Allen being fired. Uh, I he- I'm hearing more rumors from Redskins organization of that more than in past years. Normally it's just the fans and everybody, oh, screw Dan Snyder, Bruce Allen, blah, blah, blah. I'm, we're, he- we're hearing a lot of rumbles that, this could be the year that Brucey gets fired, and I'd be, I'd be happy for Redskins fans. I'd be happy for Redskins fans if that happens, because it needs to happen. Likewise, we'll see what happens in this. Uh, I think battle. it's a matter of time. It should be a matter of time. They're talking for, they're talking for their owner's head, but right. maybe we know how it's not. You can't fire an owner. Exactly. So. There's nothing they can do there. Cincinnati, Baltimore, uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati and, and Cincinnati and. Baltimore. Let's see what we got over here. Yeah, Baltimore's. You know, there's a lot of coast games this week, but Baltimore's at home, favored by eleven and a half. What you got, Wes? I'm taking Baltimore in this game. Like we talked about earlier, Cincinnati's probably one of the worst teams in the league right now. Their offense is really not doing a whole lot. Obviously, you lost Ross, you lost Green. Mixon hasn't done a whole lot because you can stick up eight up in the box, and it kind of shows with Andy Dalton getting a lot of touchdowns, but not really getting a lot of results. Um, give me Baltimore in this one. Um, it's a division game. It's going to be close regardless. Uh, I'm going to take Baltimore and and not the greatest looking performance, but 20 to uh, 13. Yeah, I got Baltimore. You know, I got Baltimore coming back. I, I have you know very fortunate for um Lamar Miller to uh not I mean, Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry, he's going to have a rebound game with um no picks. He's going to throw a couple touchdowns and he's going to get back to his old self in the beginning of the season. I got them winning twenty-eight to six. Baltimore winning twenty-eight to six. All right, Matt, what you looking at? Yeah, I'm right on the same page. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson, you know, he's gonna he he needs a rebound game, and I think this is a perfect opportunity for him to get it. Uh, Have Baltimore winning this game thirty-one to ten. Okay, so I think we all have it pretty much as a. Easy win for Baltimore. Easy win so, for Baltimore moving forward. For sure. they, they, uh, can, that would put them up to 4-2 and two in, in, in the heat of everything in this race. Our, uh, our 4-0-5 game, Atlanta 1-4 going against the 1-3-1 uh, Arizona Cardinals in Matt, Arizona. Matt, uh, we'll let you go last. Uh, Bobby, yep. give us a spread. Atlanta is on the road in Arizona. Atlanta is favored by 2.5. What you got, Matt? 
We'll, we'll, we'll do Matt last. We'll, let him, we'll save oh, him okay. for the end. Yep. Uh, Watch what you got. So this is going to be a kind of controversial pick for me, but I think this is going to be the game. This is going to be the game that Dan Quinn will be fired. Arizona is going to come mm. out and get this win and steal it. I love Atlanta. Home um, game. I, I yep. really want them to go out there and win, but I think this is going to be one of those games where Quinn is – it, it's gonna it's gonna be bad for Quinn. I have a feeling this is his last hurrah. I would I I, I want to believe they're gonna go out there and win. I believe that they 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 should be four and one in my opinion right now at minimum, but they haven't produced and I unfortunately got to go against them. I'm taking Arizona in this one in a in a close one. It's gonna be 2017 Arizona. Okay, yeah, I think the total opposite on this. I'll be honest with you. I think that Atlanta right now it's just do or die game for them. Absolutely. Like literally, if they do not win this game then you are definitely going to be hearing all the chatter. I mean, not even just around Atlanta, but just NFL Network, ESPN, or whatnot about Dan Quinn. But I have a feeling that we're going to see the um, we're going to see Atlanta come out with a win in Arizona. I don't think Arizona and uh, Kyler Murray is suitable to take that win right now because I think you're going to see Atlanta team right now playing with their season on the line. I got Atlanta winning this game, not by a big win, but 20 to 10. Yeah, so what I have on this game is I'm I'm right in line with Bobby again is this is this is do or die. I mean if we get if we lose and, and I mean God forbid we lose. Oh the dumpster 10, fire meme points. is gonna be going oh, heavy. Oh yeah, <laughs> in that group chat. Oh yeah. I mean that'll turn into my profile picture for, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it it's gonna be Oh, hell breaks loose. Um, I'm with you, Matt. I mean, I don't want to interrupt you, but I think this is do or die. Almost, This is almost do or die for the season on them right now, man. And it, it, you know, it's, it's not season. like you're playing the Patriots. You're going into Arizona, man. you got to have a staple win right now to start the season off. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I mean, it, uh, it's there's there's no excuses here. This is a must win uh, for the season, for Dan Quinn's tenure as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, all of it. Um. I'm I'm going out on a limb here. I think we're gonna put I think we're gonna put together we're finally gonna put together a game, full game, sixty minutes of football, <laughs> and I, I think we're gonna win this game. It's gonna be thirty four to fourteen. This is my last hope. This is not me being even even biased. It, it's I think that we have that much pressure on ourselves to where we need to perform. And this is the perfect team to turn it around. So this is it. Yep. I agree. I'm, I'm, I, I expect I'm, I'm yeah, with I, you. I think that this is, you know, Matt, like, shoot. I mean, if I go back and look, I think I've taken the, do- or, uh, I've taken the Falcons pretty much all but once. But because yep. there's such a talented football team, you know, there's well, everybody. I think everybody is more. waiting for that explosion. Yes. Everybody's waiting for, you know, um, uh, all the receivers and, you know, Matt Ryan and, and Julio Freeman, Jones and yes, Freeman yes. and, you know, Marcus Trufant to make a play. And even um, Allen, who came back from a, uh, an injury last year, all the same. There's so much talent on that football team. Everybody's waiting for an explosion. When's it going to come is the question. Hopefully it comes soon because uh, I would like to see Atlanta win, but. I think we're all on the same page here. This is a do-or-die game for Dan Quinn and Co. It really is, is because I mean, game. I mean, you can't go one to five, and I mean, it's very, it's very hard, especially you know, as competitive as that conference is and the NFC is right now to come back from something like that. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be yeah. uh, it'll be interesting for sure. 
Next up, San Francisco playing the L.A. Rams. This is a really good matchup. Divisional rivalry, three and two versus four and zero. You know what? I, you know what? I'd be honest with you right now. If I had to say if there's a game of the week, I would give this one as a game of the week. Agreed. San Francisco sure. at L.A. L.A. is favored at home by thirty three point five points. I'll, I'll, go ahead, Wes. I'll yep. go ahead and start it. Yeah, uh, this one's a difficult pick, man. I, I was definitely one of those people that was saying, you know, San Francisco's not a real team, but after what they did against the Browns, and I'm not saying the Browns are a big win because we haven't it's seen a talented anything. football team. They didn't they just, just beat them. They, they beat, beat the them. shit yeah. out of their ass. They man. did. They no. did. It was not even – it was not close for one aspect of this game. So I've – all week I was picking the Rams. I am now picking the San Francisco 49ers to take this one and continue to be undefeated, and they are now the new owners of the NFC West. Uh, you know what? I, I can follow that with you right now because I think this game is going to be like – I think it's going to be like 24 nothing to start this game off, and I think the Rams are going to make a late comeback to try to come back in this game. Mm-hmm. And um, I got San Fran winning this game 24-23. to Yep. Matt, what do you got in this one? I'm right there. <laughs> Again with Bobby, man. Me, me, I don't know what it's been tonight, but, man, but we're, I'm on the same page with you all the way. Uh, I think it's going to be a really close game. I think it's going to be a 26-23 game. Uh, I think San Fr- I think this is the game where San Francisco is like, oh, everybody keeps saying, are we this, are we that? They're working. They're, they're going to make that in. statement as that for real, you know? Yeah. Exactly, and I think they're going to put their stamp on this season right here. Yep. And uh, I- I'm excited for it. it. Should be a really good game, but I have San Francisco. Winning and there was a crazy stat that I saw online earlier that they, yeah, the San Fr- every uh, the last four times. That the 49ers started the season off 4-0. Is it 4-0 or 5-0, Wes? Uh, 4-0. They 4-0. had a bye week. Yeah, 4-0 that they have at least made the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl in all those years. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I, very impressive team so far. Very did not Something expect that it. nobody expected exactly. Shanahan has definitely put out his fingerprints all over this team right now, and it shows. Next I up. I want to throw a go ahead. Hold go ahead. On yeah, yeah, quick. Go ahead. I just, just a quick thing on San Francisco. Uh, their running back core with Tevin Col- with Tevin Coleman being back uh, this past weekend, and then mm-hmm. Matt Breida. I love these yes. two running backs, man. They're they're both starters in my opinion, and then you have them bouncing off each other, oh, dude. That that's it's it's they're fun to watch. They're fun yep. to watch, and they killed it uh, that this, this past game. The so. players and the coaches got it going on over there in San Fran right now. A lot of reason to be encouraged it. if you're a 49ers fan right now, for sure. Tennessee Titans heading to Denver to face the Broncos. Bobby, what's the score? Denver's at home, favored by two and a half points. What you got, Matt? All right. In the Denver game, again, Titans win one, lose one. Um, Ooh. ooh, Yeah, I'm taking the Titans, man. I'm I'm taking the Titans on the win one, lose one. Uh, Haven't seen much from the Broncos enough from the Broncos this year to uh, be certain on them. The, the Titans have put together some good games, so I'm going to I'm I'm taking the Titans. Uh it's going to be a close one, 21-17. Yeah, I'm very close to you on that. What you want to take this or? Yeah, uh I got the Titans as well. Uh like Matt said, that's been my philosophy for years on the Titans. It's win one, lose one for them. <laughs> So they're going to come out here. They're going to get the job done in a close game in mile high. Um, it'll be this uh, another AFC South loss for Denver. Titans take this one. People are going to say Mariota's okay, and it's going to keep him as a starter. He's going to probably throw a couple touchdowns. Uh, look for Henry to have a good game running the ball. Give me uh, Tennessee in this one, 24, uh, Denver 14. Okay, yeah. I'm against you guys on this one. 
I think the fans in Denver are going to be real high for this one, you know, over in Mile High Stadium. I think that Denver is going to pull away with this game. 2019, it's one of those games where when Tennessee is involved in Denver, this is like almost a coin toss. I'm going with the home team, Denver. Denver Broncos, back-to-back wins. That'd be huge for them. Save could potentially save their season. Um, after that, we have the Jets versus the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys heading into New York to face the Jets. They will have Sam Darnold back. What's the spread? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, the spread would have been a lot more a couple weeks ago, but it's kind of shocking right now. Dallas is on the road in New York. Uh, they're favored by eight and a half. Wow. Obviously, um, close spread. Yeah, it, yeah, a lot closer than people would have thought. I mean, rightfully so, the way that Dallas has played the last two games. Absolutely. Yep. Go ahead, Wes, uh, what you got on yeah, this? Yeah, so uh, I'm going to take Dallas on this one. I still, with Darnold back, he's going to be a little rusty. I don't see him coming out balling too much. Um, I, I haven't seen anything impressive out of this team yet, regardless of their quarterback. The defense has been pedestrian at best. Um, I'm, I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys to kind of get over the hump and get, you know, it's going to be another one of those games that they, they need to win. If they want to be a contender sort of team, this is a game you have to win. No exceptions about it. Give me Dallas in this one and, and sort of a route, 35-10. What you got, Matt? <clears throat> yeah, so, oh, shoot. Um, sorry. <laughs> I, I was looking at uh, the Bleacher Report uh, spread on this one. But, no, uh, uh, the Cowboys should definitely win this game. I mean, if they're you're talking about them being a contender, pretender, I mean, this is a game that they got to have. I think this is a game that Ezekiel Elliott will kind of get his footing uh, going again, and he'll have, you know, he'll have a decent game. Um, I mean, with the Jets, with Falk, uh, I'm not, uh, was, you said Sam Darnold was – I think, they're, I think they're saying he's coming he back. This weekend. Yeah, he will start. Okay, good. I, I thought that's what I've been hearing. Uh, even then, I still think Dallas is too much. I think they're they're just on all sides of the ball, just better than the Jets. So I'm looking at a, a, a 28 to 14 kind of game. Yeah. So Bobby, what? You yeah, got? Matt and I are kind of similar on that. I mean, I don't really expect Dallas to come in and, uh, you know, after you know the past two weeks, we um. Obviously, you know, we got to get Zeke going. I think we're going to see a heavy dose of Zeke. I'd expect to see 24, 25 carries out of him um, all around game right now because if we lose this game, then we're talking definitely panic mode. Like, we're going to be in, you know, Falcons mode, you know, when it comes to that with our expectations that we have. So I don't see us coming in there taking an L. I do think, I do see some struggles, you know, early on, to be honest with you, because until I see anything otherwise, um, I think it's going to be close in the first or second quarter, but I see a lot of Zeke going in. I see Dallas winning 30-13. to 13. Yeah, so a bunch of very, very similar games uh, as far as scores for all of us on that one. Uh, you got Pittsburgh heading to L.A. to play the Chargers. Chargers at home, favored by six and a half points. I'll go ahead and take this one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one flat out because you have no Roethlisberger. Mason Rudolph is not going to be playing this week. There's no way. Um, you, what's going on at quarterback? Connor was good last week. Uh, uh, Juju was good last week, but I think just without that quarterback presence, playing against the L.A. Chargers team who just took a bad loss to a division rival, and they get to stay at home, plus West Coast game for Pittsburgh. All these things together. Give me L.A. in this one. Um, 28. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to get 7, and Keenan Allen's going to get back on his regular performance. Melvin Gordon okay. uh, gets going again, too, but I think they're going to get into a situation where Eckler's looking a little bit better right now. Yep. Matt, what you got? Yeah, I think uh, with the Mason Rudolph 
injury and what's going on with that, I think that pretty much sets the tone for this game. Right. To where Chargers had a disappointing loss last week uh, against the Broncos. Uh, I got the, I got the Chargers winning this game for sure. I think Phillip Rivers will have a bounce back week after uh, not a good week at all uh, against the Broncos. I think he threw two picks. Uh, got the Chargers winning this one, twenty four to thirteen. I think we're all on the same page over here. Um, I'm not sure what the quarterback situation is in Pittsburgh right now with Rudolph getting knocked out. I see um, Melvin Gordon, you know, a week later getting a couple more carries. Keenan yep. Allen definitely, you know, um, kind of doing this thing. They're playing a home game, which is a very tough place to play over in San Diego. I really don't see this being that close, um, even though Pittsburgh will fight hard. But I got the L.A. Chargers winning 33-22. to 22. And lastly, our Monday night game, Detroit at Green Bay. Yep, so Green Bay is at home, favored by four and a half, which should be a very good football game in my opinion. Yeah, Matt, why don't you take this one? Yeah, no, I have uh, I got Green Bay taking this game, uh, especially being at Green Bay. Uh, they look phenomenal both sides of the ball this you know this year. That Cowboys game, you know, they started off strong, and Cowboys kind of. You know, we're trying to call their way back in there and almost did, but... A little um, too late. Yeah, a little too late. Yeah, I mean, going down 17-0, that's, that's, that's tough to, to come back from. I don't expect Aaron Jones to have four touchdowns and 100 yards every game, clearly. But I think that they they found their running back and that, that, that the Packers are going to try to establish that, especially being on that. You know, we're we're getting in the the thick of football season. It's going to start getting really chilly up there in Green Bay. So, um, I got the Packers winning this game. It's going to be a, it's going to be a pretty tight one, uh, twenty four or twenty one. And Bobby, very similar outcome in this game. I think that Detroit's actually going to be toe to toe with them, nail to nail with them until like the last possession of the game. I just think Aaron Rodgers being at home is just going to be way too much. I have this game going like something like 17 to 17 with like a minute left. Aaron Rodgers getting the ball, driving the team down the field. I really do like the Lions this year. I think they, you know, to me that to me that's the most competitive. That and the NFC West right now are the most competitive divisions in football right now. But I do have Green Bay taking that one at home, 20 to 17. All right, and I'll finish this one up. I'm taking Green Bay as well. It's going to be a close – it's going to be a dogfight. Like I, like Bobby just said, I really like this Detroit team. I think they are a good team. Unfortunately, I don't think they're better than this Packers team. Nobody would have thought that going into the season too, no. man. A lot of people – you know, we talked about it. We had them kind of as bottom dwellers, but that's a competitive division. And, and they may stay that way for all we know, but right. they, they are, they're bottom dwellers in a good division. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that they are in that division because I think they're a damn good football team, and I think they can – Go out and get get a lot of dust. They're coming off a bye, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, so, we'll see. Yeah. Anything could happen. They'll be fresh. They'll be feeling good. But Green Bay, I'm taking them as well. Give me them, um, 35 to 30. All right. Okay. Good game. Yep. Finishing it up. You know what time it is? It's time for the locks. So we're gonna go ahead and yep. do our locks. Bobby, you're gonna go first. I'll give you the teams that you cannot choose this yep. week. And then we will do Matt, and I will finish things off, and then we'll be wrapped up for this week. And uh, we're probably going to do a couple more episodes. Matt, was I know you want to do an episode while you're down here, so yep, we'll probably Matt'll do one here. Saturday. Yep. And then Sunday, we might be doing one live from the stadium. From the bank. Yep. So, Bobby, you cannot choose Philadelphia, Dallas, um, the L.A. Rams, 
Baltimore or New England. Okay, I'm taking Seattle as my lock this week. Seattle, Seattle over Cleveland. All right. Any reason for that one in particular? I don't know, man. I'm just um, – I'll probably lose it, you know, just, <laughs> just saying this right now because I don't know, man. Cleveland, I just see Seattle and Russell Wilson being way too tough of a football team right now, man. And, you know, I'm being a little bit of homer. My buddy is the yeah, DB coach over there. So um, they're, they're playing good football. Yeah, Nick Sorensen, he'll be on our show eventually. But they're playing really good football. And I just really think that, you know, the sink is shipping right now with Cleveland. It's very shocking. I just don't see them having an explosion, man. I really thought they were going to come out this week and actually I did do too. something. Man. I did I, too. When I woke up and saw 31 to 3, are you kidding shocked. me? I was shocked. I was shocked. All right, he's taking Seattle. Matt, you cannot choose Seattle, New England, Dallas, Indianapolis, or Buffalo. I am choosing my own Atlanta Falcons Woo! to get the job done. Statement there game. There you go. Do or die, game. Watch, they're going to they're gonna blow them out. man. Statement game. That's what you got to do. Hey, hey, what time is that game, by the way? Are we gonna, is that going to be that line? That's going to be a 5 game. So we, oh, oh all right. So hopefully the Jags will be blowing them out early so we can leave in third quarter <laughs> yeah. and come down here. We're only about an oh, hour drive. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll we see. Go. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows, though? Uh, and for my lock, I'm going to – I cannot choose New England, Kansas City, Dallas, Jacksonville, or Philadelphia. I will be going with the L.A. Chargers this week versus Pittsburgh without a, you know, a, a quarterback that can – Officially get the job done. Unfortunately, they're they're not going to be able to handle going against Philip Rivers, a pissed off defense, and a uh, a West Coast travel. So yeah. a lot of things going on in Pittsburgh going to be tough for them to come back from. So give me LA and the lock uh, for the week. That is going to wrap it up. Like I said, we'll probably be doing an episode Saturday, Sunday live from the bank via Facebook or Twitter. Uh, good luck, Bobby, this weekend, uh, this Friday night. On Friday, get the yeah. W, Roland and team, get it done. Yep, I'll be yep. excited to watch it from the sidelines. I'll be excited to have you guys there. Oh yeah, we are we are yep. definitely ready to be there. But for uh, for Bobby and Matt, I'm Wes, and this is the extra point. Thanks for listening. Peace. Duval. Duval. <laughs>